This is kind of a big deal if you don't want to die in a crash. Local testing of the MG5 sedan and Mahindra Scorpio SUV has shown both models unable to achieve a safety rating any higher than zero stars due to a range of limitations in both physical crash protection and active collision avoidance performance. Well, pretty clearly, A, that is properly sh especially the MG5, which is likely to have much broader appeal than the Mahindra. Mahindra is, after all, pretty much an automotive intelligence test. And B, would it really hurt to write this stuff, you know, properly? Both models unable to achieve a safety rating higher than zero stars, unquote. Where do we start? How about Poor performance against stringent tests means zero star safety ratings for those two safety shitboxes. Is it that hard to write clearly and decisively? Just get a copy of Strunk and White and follow the bouncy ball. This video is brought to you by Olight. Olight makes excellent torches, and right now that means excellent Christmas presents, and the Olight Christmas sale fortuitously is on until Saturday the 16th with significant savings essentially across the range. I'll put full details in the description. So if I had a torch-sized hole in my life, I would want one of the following three Olights wrapped under my Christmas tree. In an ideal world, together with the two cheerleaders mommies who wrapped it. My favourite EDC torch is the Warrior Mini. This is version 3 of the Warrior Mini. It's a pocket-friendly 1750 lumen powerhouse. It's in my pocket every day and under a hundred bucks right now. Normally sells for 130-ish. It's great for personal security, toughness and overall practicality. A little something for the car now. The swivel, the base model of swivel is under 40 bucks right now. It's a work light and a torch with a magnetic base that's also a carabiner and it swivels. Go figure. There's a bigger swivel pro for just over 70 bucks and a larger again swivel pro max that's just under 100 bucks right now. Finally, the Marauder Mini. This has search and adventuring written all over it, this torch. There's a crazy bright centre LED that is a 600 metre searchlight. First time I took this thing out at night, it literally blew my mind. It is that powerful. And then you just flick a toggle switch and it's a floodlight, thanks to the ring of LEDs on the periphery. It's about 195 bucks on sale now which is 105 bucks off. Olights are really well made and the packaging is awesome, dude. So it'll look like you spent more than you did for that special someone this Christmas. If you're scratching around for a present for someone you care about, why not give them something they'll carry and use every day? Links in the description. And thanks, Olight. I appreciate all the support you give this channel. Just zeroing in on the MG5 now, it qualifies for two stars in child occupant protection and also in vulnerable road user protection, but it pooped the bed, like the full colonoscopy prep in bed digestive tract evacuation in adult occupant protection, meaning it's a death trap.
basically. And also in ADAS. I covered ADAS the other day. I'll put a link up there if you want to know more about how that works or more correctly, doesn't work at all. It didn't even meet the one-star minimum threshold for those last two safety rating pillars, adult protection and ADAS, like... ANCAP ratings are the lowest threshold, of course, which are achieved in those four areas. In this case, zero in the last two. Both brands have misjudged the safety expectations of today's consumers, said volleyball referee, former finance industry lawyer, and now ANCAP chief executive officer, Carla Horweg. I'm not sure we can actually say that accurately, like definitively at this point. It's gonna depend on how well or not they sell henceforth, and the data's not in. So, yeah. As per usual though, Ms. Horweg was a font, some would say, treasure trove of communicational bliss. The MG5 and Mahindra Scorpio were both released into the Australian and New Zealand new car markets for the first time this year, yet it's clear that their safety offerings are some generations behind what we see with almost every new car on sale today. This is a stark reminder that not all cars offer the same level of safety, even when they're brand new models. You don't punctuate quotes like that, dudes. Does nobody sub-edit anything anymore? Like, there are rules for this kind of stuff. And it's probably best if we follow them, you know, like for the kiddies. Here's the problem, right, with all of this criticism of outdated safety tech and the very real serious consequences for you, potentially, if you're in a crash. And this is why ANCAP operates under this massive unseen conflict of interest and one of the reasons I have lost all respect for that organisation. The reason they're allowed to sell such safety shit heaps in Australia today is that for example, the MG5 and the Mahindra Scorpio have passed all of the required regulatory tests, including the regulatory crash tests, and they are thus eligible for homologation, they comply with the ADRs, and they're legal to sell once they do that. ANCAP is not a regulatory agency. It's more of a curiosity, really, kind of like having a third nipple, which is only useful if you are already gainfully employing the other two, I imagine. Except in the movie Total Recall, of course. And thank you, Robert Redford, in Spy Game, for making that critical numerical nipple observation inside CIA headquarters. Awesome movie, Spy Game. Total Recall, not so much, except for Kate Beckinsdale. Like, dude, I'd watch her reading the phone book. So... The reason there's a conflict of interest is that the volleyball referee and her organisation rely on taxpayer funding just to stay afloat. They've only just reached under the table with the minister and secured the next tranche of your money. You are paying them $16.3 million. That's the ANCAP taxpayer funding between now and 2027-2028 financial year. And this, obviously, effectively gags ANCAP from criticising the government over any vehicle safety policy deficiency. And at the same time, ANCAP has no regulatory balls whatsoever. 
it cannot take a single unsafe shitbox out of play. The Australian government has once again solidified its commitment to boost the safety of new vehicles offered to Australian consumers, committing to fund the vital ANCAP safety rating program for a further five years. Awesome, dude. But it's still quite legal to sell a zero-star shit heap. If that is a solidified stance that boosts new vehicle safety, then I'm Paige Spiranak and I'd be happy to tee off with you, dude. That last on-screen quote from the $16.3 million ANCAP Orgasma Gush announcement dated November the 23rd this year. So that's quite recent, really. What this means is that the golden handcuffs are on for the next five years. So... Volleyball ref can't come out at this point and state the incredibly obvious in the manner of a person who was objectively interested only in automotive safety. To wit, it is absolutely fucking disgraceful that the regulatory standards allow these kinds of safety shitboxes to be sold legally in this country. This is your government fucking about doing the hair and makeup on everything that doesn't matter. Voice referenda, introducing the misinformation bill into legislation when they should just be concentrating instead on shit that actually matters to ordinary Australians. Like, we are presently busily prosecuting Afghan war crimes whistleblower David McBride to our great collective shame. The dude is a brave man who served his country with honour. He's a real hero. I did a podcast with him and Michael West. I've met him. He's a stand-up guy. If I can find a link, I will put it up there and you can watch that. I note that none of the alleged war criminals are up on charges. That's ever so slightly fucked. This is how the government rolls, right? This is what happens deep inside the national monument to the death of integrity. I would therefore argue that Ms. Horweg, for her to call on the government to lift its game, however diplomatically she chose to do so, and elevate the patently shit minimum standard for vehicle crashworthiness would be an exercise in political suicide, like... Goodbye funding. And yet, if you really were an independent safety advocate, that's clearly the solution to this problem. You simply prevent them from being sold because they don't comply any longer, because you made the regulations ever so slightly stricter. ANCAP behaves here more like a sort of ladies' auxiliary of road safety. They're tut-tutting a bit, but not calling the government out for its inadequate approach to the management of minimum vehicle safety standards. The government's conduct here is properly shit too, especially when you look at the zeal they put into policing the roads. And I do realise the states and federal government are different things with different responsibilities, but from here in the sewer, it's all just regulation floating above us every time we drive, is it not? You will be treated as if you are Hannibal freaking Lecter, should you do, I don't know, 10 Ks over the limit, but at the same time, regulatory ministerial clowns are letting as many of these safety shit heaps loose on the roads as MG and Mahindra can sell. And that's totally okay, apparently. 
because the lady's auxiliary is handling that by not handling it. It's not like a massive regulatory double standard or anything, is it? The minister responsible here is Catherine King. She has a Bachelor of Arts in Social Work and she's been sucking enthusiastically on the public teat since 2004. <laughs> Nearly two decades. You go, girl. Time for Ms King to man up, metaphorically, I'd suggest, and regulate those unsafe shit heaps off the road. Why is this impossible, seemingly? Why is it impossible to do? And why is it impossible for ANCAP to suggest? That is fucked. Sorry. Anyway, it's all a bit of a shit sandwich, and, dude, you're the meat, which will be minced if you buy an MG5 or a Scorpio and then crash. This bilateral zero-star fiasco highlights a giant steaming turd of regulatory deficiency, which ANCAP, quote, the independent voice of road safety for Australia and New Zealand, cannot criticise, not unless it wants to bite the hand that feeds it. <laughs>